Well, good morning, friend. Friday morning, August the 20th. I hope that you're having a wonderful week and getting ready for the weekend. We've had a good week here in Oklahoma, and I'm looking forward to seeing what God's going to do here for the weekend, as we always as we always do. Look, it's exciting to be a part of the Maranatha Baptist Church. If you're in the area, um, I'd encourage you to come by and visit our church sometime, 945 Sunday mornings. Uh, Maranatha Baptist Church, Bethany, Oklahoma, right in the Oklahoma City area. If you want to see God working a miracle, you need to come visit our church sometime. It is really exciting seeing what God's doing, people being saved and baptized on a weekly basis, lives being changed, a church growing in the midst of a pandemic. I'm telling you, it can happen, and um, it is exciting watching the Lord work. I hope, I would love for you to come and visit us sometime if you would. I believe that you'll find it to be an encouragement to yourself and maybe even challenge you um, to go back home to your church and do something great for the Lord. I want to read to you this morning from Galatians chapter 4, verse 30. The scripture says, nevertheless, what saith the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of, of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Now, a very critical principle is established in this verse that I just read to you that will keep you living the Christian life the way that God intended for you to live it your entire life. Now, that principle that is critical to you being who you're supposed to be as a believer, I know, here we go, the doctrine of separation. Now, why would God tell Abraham to cast out his son Ishmael? The reason God did um, God did this because God didn't want Ishmael and Isaac to live together because he was establishing that separation is what keeps the promises of God pure. And Ishmael was a picture of living in sin, whereas Isaac was a picture of God's promise of salvation. Ishmael was a picture of living in the flesh, whereas Isaac was a picture of living by faith. Now, God wants the believer to understand that separation has nothing to do with you being better than someone else. Get that, that statement right there. It has everything to do with you being who you are supposed to be as a believer your entire life. Now, the doctrine of separation truly does separate believers. Most of the squabbles that are being experienced in the religious world have to do with this doctrine of separation. There's a crowd who likes to criticize those who live a separated life from the world and from those who don't believe right. Now, this unseparated crowd wants to make it sound as if those who are living a separated life are running people off. Now, my friend, can I tell you, separation doesn't run people off because you can't run people off who are never a part of you. Separation shows the difference between, between God's people and the world. God always want, wanted there to be a difference between his children and the world. And that is why he established a doctrine of separation between Isaac and Ishmael. Can I say this? Separation doesn't, um, okay, it, separation reveals the rebel's heart. Separation shows who's, the, show who's really the worldly believer. Don't let the worldly believer and those who have the rebel's heart cause those who live a separated life to feel shame. There's nothing to be shamed of. Living the separated life truly is living close to God. I can't help that they went to the world. I can't help that they changed their dress standards. 
I can't help that they look like the world. I can't help that they went to the world's music. I'm staying where I've always stayed. Why am I the bad guy or those who live a separated life? Why are we the bad guy for standing where we've always stood? We didn't move. Those who become worldly are the ones who have moved. Now, let me give you a couple of thoughts about this importance of separation. First, separation isn't easy and it's not convenient, but it's right. And it keeps doctrine pure and believers from compromise. You can't run with a crowd that doesn't believe like you without them influencing your doctrine. Two times, Paul's asked the believers in Galatia who it was that caused them to stray from what they believed. He did not say what, what caused you to stray because it was the who in their life that caused them to do the what that was wrong. You, you will never be what you are supposed to be in your Christian walk until you remove the who that doesn't believe like you. Second, you're to separate from the believer who doesn't believe like you. Ishmael and Isaac were half brothers, but God told Abraham to cast out the bondwoman. I know you're mad with God because he told him to cast him out. That's God's business. Yes, you are to separate from the lost world, but you, but you are also to separate from the religious crowd that leaves like you, that doesn't believe like you, that's going a different direction. Don't you walk with them as they go towards the world. The religious crowd may be saved, but they don't believe like you. You're to separate them. Now, the, the critical phrase is found in this verse where God says cast out. To cast something away means Throw it away. Never join up with anything that would cause you to be what you're not supposed to be. Reading books from those who don't believe like you and joining those who don't believe like you for a common cause will cause them to influence you for bad. The best thing you can do is cast out the uh, cast out your uh, cast out of your life any influence, any religious programming, books, or material that doesn't believe like you. Separation is God's safeguard to keeping you from being influenced by the world. Can I put it this way? Um, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't send my children to a Bible college that's not a local church Bible college. See what do you mean? Okay. Um, does a board run the college or does a pastor run the college? I wouldn't send my kid. Why? They don't believe in the local church. I wouldn't. I wouldn't read books by people that don't believe in the King James Bible. You say why? Because if they don't believe the King James Bible, they're gonna they're gonna taint your doctrine. I wouldn't even run with believers or churches that are that run with anybody and everybody. You say, why? Because they're going to change you. You're not strong enough, my friend. Nobody is strong enough. I know this doctrine of separation doesn't make a lot of people happy, but let me tell you something. It sure does keep your doctrine pure. Um, those who stray from this, they look back at us and say, oh, you're the divisive. I didn't move. You're the divisive one. Can I tell you, at some point, we've got to determine whether what we believe is right or it's not right. The reason why people don't like Dr. Jack Hiles, Dr. Lee Robertson, Dr. Tom Malone is because they live separated lives their entire lives. That's why they want to cast them out so they can so they can get their life and make it look like worldliness is okay. Worldliness is never okay. Cast out the bondwoman. At some point, there's got to be a church that believes separation is right. Listen, the world will say at least, okay, those closer to God are going to love the sinner more than those who live like the world. 
And I'm, I want to tell you exactly what that is. The fallen are accepted more by a separated church than they are by a worldly church. It's the worldly crowd that are casting the stones at the separated crowd who's trying to restore the fallen. You say, why? The closer you are to God, the more you're going to love. Don't tell me you love the way God loves you when you're loving like the world does. At some point, we've got to just say, okay, this thing of separation is absolutely what God tells us to do. Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. You say, well, you're going to be alone. You're going to grow old, be lonely. I'll grow lonely with Christ, standing by Christ. How about that? At some point, we've got to believe in this doctrine of separation. Cast out the bondwoman. I choose to stand by Christ. If that makes me divisive, to the worldly crowd, so be it. But let's just go to reach people for Jesus Christ. Now, I know to the worldly crowd, well, how are you going to reach the lost for Christ? You go reach them for Christ. You don't live like them. Um, I guarantee it that our church sees more people saved than your church does who lives like the world. I'm not trying to compare the church to church, but don't cast your little stones and try to justify what you're talking about. We reach people for Christ. You come to my church, a lot of people growing in the Lord. It's exciting what God's doing here. Do we live separated? Yes, we do. Do we make people immediately change me like us? No. Word of God will do that. But I can tell you this. People are loved in our church. Now, I'd encourage you, cast out the bondwoman out of your life. Cast out the wilderness out of your life. Get close to God. Watch your friends. They, they, start, they start leaving you. You distance. You don't have to be ugly. You don't have to tell them. You just, you just back off. You stay close to Christ. Keep doing what you've always done, my friend. And I'm telling you, at the end of life, you'll say, thank God I stood by Christ, lived that separated life like he wanted me to, because your children and grandchildren have a better chance of serving God if you live that separated life than they ever will if you go to be like the world. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Hey, remember today, be good to everybody. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.